0: No, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish. Show me the my. Let's get it rolling. BetQL Picking Fatty.
1: Hey, welcome back. It's BetQL Picking Fatty's Daily Betting Podcast. Thanks for joining us. It is Saturday morning, September 3rd, 2022. Bish and Skippy coming to you from D.C. and, and Colorado Springs. DB's and Freehold, what up? Keep the downloads coming, subscribers, what we need. The numbers are good, but they can get better. You can tweet us at Fatties whenever you want. Big day, big, big day. It is Saturday morning, Labor Day weekend. We got a full schedule today. Skippy, how you doing? I, I know we had a good night last night. I think we were 3-2-1. and one. We had a push on the pods, Dodgers over 8 or under 8. Uh, I, I played the under 8 and it ended 7-1. But I don't know how many... Uh, People heard the show. Apparently, it didn't post until midnight, so they didn't hear my that's fatty. Funny. I gave Virginia Tech under team total twenty seven a half. Wasn't even close? So it is what it is.
0: I don't care. We did what we did. Is all it's all you can do. Virginia Tech didn't show up. Illinois, well, Illinois, awful coaching again. Not a surprise. I'm gonna play. I want to play. Prevent myself to win defense at the end when they had no. They had more yards on the final drive in two minutes. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Five more yards. They had to go seventy-five yards. <clears throat> they had more yards than they did. Bimala looks like he's gotten fatter. He's a fat fuck. And he's, he's not a, a big good. boy, isn't
1: he? He's a big boy.
0: He's a big boy and he's and he's worthless as a coach. All right, let's let's start
1: with the Virginia Tech go to you game, which uh I watched every play. Um, and you know, this was a big game for a, m- a number of reasons. One, it was Brent Pry's first game, uh, new coaching staff. Grant Wells comes in, transfer from Marshall, new quarterback. The the roster is pretty thin right now just because of transfer portal, um, you know, recruiting disadvantages when you're a first-year coach, the fact that they struggled the last few years, so a lot of kids aren't going to Tech like they did 20 years ago. And then you're playing ODU, who is coached by Ricky Ronnie, who used to coach on the same staff with Brent Pry at Penn State. He was the offensive coordinator prior with the D.C. under James Franklin. And Old Dominion had a good year for them last year. Won five straight games to get to a bowl. There's a lot of energy down there on that campus. Uh, they're getting better. They're getting better athletes. They're a well-coached team. And, again, this was a huge uh, you know, battleground-type game for recruiting because Virginia Tech and OD are going after a lot of the same players. So this was a massive game. Virginia Tech looked outside the first uh, – well, maybe the second drive. First drive they, they – punted second drive they score they go up seven nothing outside of that they looked dreadful they lose the game by three they committed 15 penalties five turnovers i can't believe how bad they were because old dominion wasn't very good old dominion could do nothing and of course the key moment was when tech is up seven three kicking a field goal 30-yard field goal snapper snaps it over the holder's head odu scoops it and they turn it into a fumble, 80-yard fumble return, and then they take the lead, and that was the key moment. I can't believe they lost to Old Dominion.
0: Well, they should all maybe be – I mean, you can't fire them yet, but if that's that's the coaching <laughs> staff that was hyped – you hyped him up, our guest, mm. our boy Chip hyped him up, Chip Patterson when he came out. Every, everyone was hyped about Tech and Wells. And My question is, when you're averaging 5.89 yards a carry – why do you not continue to run the ball and keep throwing the ball? You, you go down the field on your second drive, a nice 89 yard drive. You score to go up. You old dominion does nothing. My biggest thing too, with all it's going to happen today too. When you have all summer, like you said, you have all summer to prepare. Mm-hmm. This is your, this is your, this starts, this, this isn't the NFL. So not everyone gets into the playoffs like in the NFL, right? So Now this is a build. It's not only a recruiting, but this is what gets you guys rolling for the year, right? You're rolling. And that's the performance you do. I I was, I shouldn't be shocked because I think most coaches or a lot of them stink anyway. But if I'm that coaching staff, when I'm meeting today and they're talking about, well, we have a snapper. That was a poorly coached game. It was a poorly played game. And maybe some of the, just take some of the scholarships away too. I'm not kidding you. Just put them off scholarship. Work to go to college and maybe earn your scholarship back. That's horrible. ODU didn't do anything, and if that's what Wells is going to be this year, Virginia Tech going to get hammered in big games this year. Hammered.
1: Well, I mean, look—if you look at the rest of the schedule, you know, when they play Pitt or Miami or NC State or you know, <laughs> Virginia, I, I can't imagine them winning too too many games. And if Grant Wells doesn't get better, and I'm not saying he won't. All right, he might go out and play great next Sunday, uh, Saturday night against Boston College. They need to; that's their home opener. They have to win that game. But if he doesn't, then they'll stick the Jason Brown kid in, who also transferred in from South Carolina. Stick him in and see what he can do. Grant Wells threw picks on back-to-back possessions last night, and one of them was deep in their own territory, which set up a field goal for ODU. And um, you're right. I mean Keyshawn King was the best player tech had offensively and he was averaging six yards yards a carry. You got to keep giving it to him, I think. You've, especially you've when been, especially when Wells was throwing picks. I don't well, want Wells dropping back more than 36 times. I mean, come on, 36 well, times is a lot.
0: When you have the lead and you're and for most of the game and you are throwing it almost 40 times when you clearly had established the run, and your best player on offense is who? Who's your best player on offense?
1: Virginia Techs?
0: Yeah. It's Last the night running. Was
1: Keyshawn King,
0: yeah. So why don't you give the ball to, his name is Keyshawn King. You give the ball to him, and you take it out of Wells' hand, who even so, the one interception wasn't his fault, but you just take it out of his hands, and then you give it to the guy who's doing the right thing, and you take it out of the guy who you don't need to throw. Because if Wells is going to throw 40 times in ACC games, they're going to get hammered, people. Hammered. So let's move on. Well, from I'll tell Virginia you what, Texas, next, eight, next
1: week is a must win, my friend. It's a must win against Boston College. We'll see how Boston College looks today. All right. Um, other games last night, you had uh, Michigan State. I think they were given 21 and a half. They win by 22. Thorne had four touchdowns. Duke rolls Temple. Kind of surprising there. Uh, 30 to nothing. Um, Kansas rolls. And then you've got uh, Indiana and Illinois, and Illinois was one of our plays last night, plus the point and a half. I didn't watch this game. You did. kind uh, basile I got the start for Indiana. It wasn't Tuttle, but um, Tuttle Indiana, Indiana won by three. Talk to me.
0: Indiana wins by three. It's 17 to 16 early in the third quarter. There's not a point scored the entire rest of the third quarter. There's not a point scored until uh, three or four minutes, maybe five minutes in the fourth quarter. Uh, Illinois kicks a field goal. The entire third quarter is why Bimala is a big fat pile of shit when he's coaching. Because what did he do? Let me run it up the middle on first down. I'm going to run it up the middle on second down. And then I'm going to throw it with Tommy. I'd like to be to DeVito on third down. And let me throw an incompletion. Let me throw it behind him. So one play in the game, the guy on the outside has, he beats his man. He's going down. If he throws it to him, it's probably a touchdown. He throws a terrible ball in the middle of the field when they're driving way behind the receiver. The receiver jumps too early, uh but it's behind the receiver, it gets picked. Indiana does nothing. They had 70 yards of t- s- Hear me on this. 70 yards of offense the- from the start of the second half until 2 minutes in the fourth quarter. At with 2 minutes and 25 seconds, Illinois I guess kicks the field whatever kicks off. They have to go 75 yards. Illinois goes into a prevent defense, which all that does, like we say, they do in the NFL, they do it in college. My, We used to do it when I would coach, and I used to tell my defensive coordinator when I was coaching the kids, I want you to take your clipboard, and I want you to go to your car and sit in your car because you're poop. I'm taking over the defense too. And I would blitz the whole team. And of course we won, we lost one game. Why don't other two, why don't they do it in college? Bring the house when you know, Missouri. Indiana had to go 75 yards and they blitzed them the first play. And after that, they're sitting back in prevent and they go and they score and win the game. It, it's still a loss as a pick. I thought Illinois, it changes Illinois their entire season. And, and you give a team like Indiana life for the rest of the year. And these coaches, It's incredible. We've talked about it three or four times already this year, and I'd like to move on from all of this poop and get to the fantastic games of today.
1: Indiana ran for 32 yards on 26
0: carries. If you had watched it with me and we were both sitting there and we both said, listen, you're taking your savings and you're putting it on this game, and I'm taking your savings with you, I'm going to take your savings too. And I'm going to put it on the game with you. We're watching. it. We're like, we're cashing this ticket, baby. Where are we going on vacation? And then you watch what they did they They were 10 to twelve. even the announcers are like, wow. And the one announcer who's a dodo, he's like, man, this is a great scheme. They're playing. Let's let them move down. the. Fi-. They're playing 10 to 12 yards off the line of scrimmage. It's incredible with these. It's incredible. Coach killer. There, there was, be, I gotta do there it all was year. a
1: lot of coaching blunders this past week slash weekend. I mean, Jeff but that's Brown, all
0: you did. have to prepare for. I don't – like, Brom, too, some, I don't get Brom it. Brom
1: wasn't prepared for that, especially in the second half. And maybe it's just the pressure of having a big-time conference game against a big team like Penn State. I don't know. But Brom, we talked about that. Scott Frost last weekend, we talked about that. Uh, Bielma, we talked about that. Pride to a certain extent. I mean, some of these coaching moves in in games that are winnable, very winnable. Uh, And should have been winnable. Uh, I I don't get it. I I just don't understand some of the moves and the decision making. But well, instead of
0: Illinois being two and zero and really saying to themselves, "Not not only are we definitely going to a a bowl, but we're really on the right track." You can't. They're not going to. Just like Purdue's not either. They'll have a fine year, Purdue, but they ain't recovering from that loss. That's tough. I know.
1: I mean, that could be the difference between. Winning the West or, you know, just having eight wins, seven, eight wins, going to a bowl, fine, but you could have won the West and possibly got into a, a Big Ten championship. Um, all right, so it's Saturday, my friend. Game day's on upstairs.
0: Maryland on. kicks off. Maryland kicks off in two hours and 12 minutes. Two yep. hours and 12 minutes, 132 minutes from now. That's what that is. It's, yep. And guess who's got a bomb on that? Guess who's releasing the big bomb? Here it goes. Here it goes. I love
1: the game too, man. I love, I love the game. I really do. I just what, think they're going to come out and um, and roll Buffalo. Buffalo Buffalo had a bad year lost last year.
0: people. Well, Buffalo yep. lost people to the portal. All the running backs. See what people about Buffalo. What's made Buffalo Buffalo the last few years is what their running game, their offensive mm-hmm. line, and their running game. And they have put out some decent defensive players. They lost a lot of people. To, they lost all their running backs. They've all they've transferred. They lost kids to the portal. Maryland's going to do bad things. They're going to do bad things to them today, people. They're going to hammer them in the first half because I'm giving that out at minus 14 and a half. I'm giving 23 and a half for the game. And if it's 24, they're still going to hammer them. I think they blitzkrieg them today, and I'm giving both plays. That's the original double banger. That's what that is. It's the original watch, double Watch banger. out for J-
1: Jacob Copeland, the transfer from Florida at receiver, of course, they got Raheem Jarrett. They got Demas. They got uh, J-J, JJ Deshaun Jones. I don't know anything about the running backs that they got. Roman Hemby, I think, will be a starter. But uh, they got Talia, Talia Tag, and he had a pretty good year last year. He had one really awful game against Iowa, where he threw the what five picks. I think they roll Buffalo really do, and that that does. I think he throughout. takes
0: the next level. I think he goes to the next level this year, and. And again, I'll get crushed if it loses and I'll get nothing if it wins and that's fine. But it's still what, what makes Skippy one of the greatest handicappers in North America. Not over in, not over, just in North America.
1: How's Skippy's uh, wife, Christy Wisty doing this morning? She's
0: wonderful. I wanted to do wonderful things to her today, but I couldn't. Why? Because we just discussed it. Look at your hair today. When we get older, there's two things that go badly for us. Your hair starts to look like poop sometimes. And your hog doesn't get up in the morning. Sometimes it goes like this, woo, like this. Look at it, woo, woo, and that's what happens. Now, hey, where, are you wa- where are
1: you watching the games today?
0: Well, Donnie boy's coming down, and I have a bunch of other people gathering at cleats. And right. oh, really? Wow!
1: My, what for? What games?
0: All of them. Every. Oh, so you'll be
1: there for the noon kicks.
0: No, I won't you be. Won't, the you, kicks. Won't there. you won't go there. You won't go. He's coming. And- No, no, no. I don't like to go in there because their food there tastes worse than a than a – I mean, their food there's got – It used to be really good there, but now it's gone down – like everything else, it's gone downhill. Uh, We're going to get – he's going to – I'm going to meet him there at noon. So we're going to watch the end of the noon games and then the game I'm really excited to watch because not even from a pick standpoint. I just want to see – because some of these lines today make no sense, right? Like you have Oregon coming here and you have Georgia. We know that – you're given almost three touchdowns there, right? And then Ohio State and Notre, Notre Dame's fifth. They're fifth. And they're getting I know, almost that's two three versus touchdowns.
1: five. All right. It's, it's not intense. two versus 25. It's two versus five. They're almost begging you to take Notre Dame because it's so many points. And of course two they are. It's five. It's and crazy. Ohio State, we, we know all about their offense. I can't take the 16 and a half or 17 points. I can't do that. Do you know what Vegas
0: and. Is- you know what Vegas has done with the props in that they've literally said before the game starts, let's give Notre Dame 35 or 40 Stroud. You know what Stroud his over on touchdown passes. Think about this in college. You're over and under on touchdown passes to make it's three and a half to make money. You have to go four. Then they have the running back. Who's a complete stud. His over and under on touchdowns is one and a half. So four, four half. plus two, you yeah, have four plus right. two is six. So here's right. 42 out of the shoot. And then the receivers props are, I mean, people are saying Ohio State's going to score 50 a game. So we're going to find out what Ohio State's about. I just find that if Notre Dame does get plowed and the game ends 52 to 17, I want to know why they were fifth. And I know rankings early on mean nothing. But to me, this smells of Notre Dame either really being severely overrated or we're going to find out because we know until you play the game, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, we're going to find out exactly. Ohio State, Notre Dame, seven thirty, ABC game, 16, uh, number 16 and 59. Bama, number one in the country playing Utah State, laying 42. Utah State was not good last week, not good. They were down 14-0 to UConn at one point, came back and won the game by 11. They were given 28. Um, I think Bama, I think this goes over the total, and I think Bama rolls them. I would love to play them in the first half. You know, Saban and always takes the football. Saban always takes his foot off the gas in the second half because they'll be up 49-7 and he'll start pulling guys. But they they should just roll Utah State. They really should. It's
0: It screams of – now, in years past – in fact, one year. It wasn't last year. might have been two years ago when I was just – it might have been – was it two? Yeah, I think it was two. When I was just an absolute – it was just one big fire is what I was on. All And one of my plays every week would be Bama in the first half. I think – during the regular season at one point at one point they were undefeated on over in the first half and spread in the first half but i think they ended the year at like 10 and 2 on overs in the first half mm-hmm. today smells of it's 24 and a half if you close your eyes and you say if bama shows up now obviously if you look up and it's 7 to 7 in the first quarter you're very salty but if they show up it smells does it not of a 35 to 7 halftime score right just hammering them Right over in the front, so yeah, that might be a play later. I give out too, depending on how Maryland goes.
1: I want to look at the uh, the team totals too for some of these games.
0: USC, the they that- won't post it, and it's a shame. But if they have it later, um, and it's under the number that I like, I am going to send it out with a big bomb attached to it. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Oklahoma's team total is 43 and a half, Alabama's 52 and a half, Georgia's That's- is 34 and a half. What's USC? Um, I'm looking for USC. I don't see it Yeah, they won't
0: give it. You know why they won't give it? Because somebody told Vegas Skippy is dropping the atomic bomb on it, and they won't give it because there's no – Rice gave up. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. I've got
0: it. Uh-oh. Let Uh let me guess. 42 and a half. Oh, like yeah, that's finished then. That's fine. Yeah, forty-five USC, USC team total
1: forty-seven.
0: Yeah, okay. So that's stupid. So what they've done is they they heard the atomic bomb was coming on it, and they said we can't have we can't get cleaned out in week one. Now forty-seven, they're almost forced. They're daring you to take the over. They're daring you because Rice last year had one of the worst defenses in the country. They gave up thirty-five as a team every game. They gave up like thirty-five point six points a game, which is who, that's insane. So, of course, USC, which to me, this is the most talented USC roster since Leinert and the boys won. So, almost 20 years with the best coach they've had in a very long time who does nothing but like to roll it.
1: NC State's team total 31 and a half east, er, playing at ECU. NC State's defense is going to be really good. This Are year. they going to
0: murder your boy today? Isn't your Are boy they? at ECU?
1: No, no, he's not. He's at Furman now. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's a wide receiver coach at Furman. Okay. Um uh, but NC State's linebackers are legit. Devin Leary, the quarterback's legit. They've got studs. A lot of people think they can even make a run at the college football playoff. I don't know. Let's wait and see. Um, Clemson Number
0: out. 13 and a hook?
1: 12 and a half. It was 11 and a half. Went up a point. Our team total is 31 and a half. 51 and a half for the game.
0: Do they uh, not beat ECU? Do they not ha- – first of all, it's a recruiting game. Do they not yeah, just man. hammer them if they're going to be real? If you look up, it's think- a 20-17 to 17 final. Come on.
1: I would be surprised by that. Um, all right. Some of these other games, let's talk about real quick before we get the to the big ones
0: Utah, Florida. I want to know Utah, what you think about that.
1: Utah, Florida. All right. The seven o'clock game ESPN tonight. I can't wait for this. Utah, two and a half, 51 and a half. We kind of talked about it early in the week. Both quarterbacks don't have, I mean, Rising was obviously very good last year. He's only played one year. Anthony Richardson from Florida, he hadn't even played one full year. Now, he's an athletic study, 6'4, 230, but I don't know how good he is. But Utah is going into Florida. They've never played in, a, in an environment like this. It's going to be crazy down there at the swamp, hot, humid, in an SEC environment. Utah is a top 17, ranked seven to start the year, only given two and a half. This is going to be a, a tough place to go for Cam Rising. I'm not saying they don't win, but. I expect Florida to put up a dogfight, and I, I'm interested in this game.
0: You got Napier's debut, right? Yep. The place is stoked because they didn't like Mullen. They didn't like any of the coaches before him. It's just been a carousel of coaches at Florida. Mm-hmm. Utah, many people are picking Utah, and I'm one of them that would agree. But it all starts today. And now To, if win, they the don't pack, win,
1: the- to win the Pac-12.
0: Well, no, they're picking them to sneak into the playoff, and you could see a oh. Utah get in there because, but it starts today, right? If they lose today, you're finished. You ain't were it doesn't matter. You're not getting in if you lose today, especially if you look bad. Probably so not. It, but
1: it all, it all comes down to the USC game in October. But yeah,
0: they're one in six against SEC teams. Utah is since what? Since what? Since they hammered Nick Saban in 2009. In the bowl game, they absolutely destroyed Bama, who didn't show up, saving, got killed for it, and they hammered him with Alex Smith, I believe, was the quarterback, and he just dominated him. And Man, they America. are, yeah, that's right. They are 1-6 in six in against SEC teams. To me, this is, for me, all the other games are going to be fantastic too, but this is the most intriguing and must-watch game of the day, only because if Utah is going to make a playoff, it starts here. And this is, like I said, it's got a smell of a bowl game of December, January. It's just not a matchup you see. And then Georgia, Oregon, take it away. What do you think about that one?
1: 16 and a, half, 54 and a half. played in Atlanta. Georgia lost a ton of guys to the NFL, but you know the guys that they are replacing them are studs. Oregon's got Bo Nicks. Oregon's got a coach who coached at Georgia last year, Dan Lanning. He obviously knows that team very well. It's a big number. Huge. Um, but I'm not a big Bo Nix fan. I just think, George, I, I would probably play under this 54-and-a-half. <clears throat> I just don't think Oregon's going to score a ton of points. Do they cover 16-and-a-half? I don't know. For I like all Ge- you, go ahead. I, I, I like Georgia in a tease maybe to get it under 10. <clears throat> uh, I'm just not a big Bo Nix fan. I'll be surprised if he just goes up and down the field on Georgia.
0: You know what Bo Nix is And remember, probably.
1: Oregon lost their running back, Travis Dye. He transferred USC.
0: Correct. Correct. They've they've had they've been a little depleted, right? Now you got the new coach, another debut. A lot of debuts today. Uh, Bo Nix prop on passing yards. Think about this. Bo Nix prop on passing yards for people. I wish we could we would had a call in show and we could ask people to guess because it's a redate. I think it's one seventy nine, one seventy nine against Georgia, passing yards. You and I both wow. know. You and I both know. Mm-hmm. Oregon's just not right. going to be able to run the ball all over. Not going to happen. Um, it's an intriguing game. I think Nix stinks personally. He mm-hmm. just has never developed his first game ever as a quarterback was against ironically Oregon. He threw a terrible pass and they ended up winning for Auburn. They beat Oregon in that game. It was a horrible pass in the end zone, but the guy caught it and the other guy duffed it. Uh Georgia, uh Bennett. He's back again, right? Do they just I don't yep. see Georgia missing too much of a beat on they got horses in their backfield too. If Oregon gives up the run to Georgia, you're going to see Georgia pull away in this game. And it could be at like one of those 37 to 10 games where they just hammer them. If they force Georgia to throw tons. Okay. You know, they do have a stud at linebacker Oregon, the kid, his brothers, the, is it Sewell? I think his brothers on the Detroit lions. Right, so right. he's got all, all pack 12, all NFL, all everything written all over him. But it's just another – it's an interesting matchup. Donnie Boy and I will be watching that one at one thirty. Well, I'll tell My you
1: mind. what – I'll tell you what Georgia has. And they do have Stetson Bennett who's coming back for his 100th year. He's right. been there forever. Uh, but they do – they've got two legit NFL tight ends. Brock Powers right. is legit. Horses. Horses. Eric, Eric Gilbert, legit. Uh, you, you know, you're right. They always have good athletes. You know, Donnie Mitchell, the receiver, legit. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean – Interested to watch this game. I, um, there's to me, there's three must watch games, maybe even four today. And that's one of them. That's a 3.30 game. So we're going to watch that. All right. So let's give our plays. You want to start?
0: I'll start. I'm going again. I already told you earlier Maryland first half, 14 and a hook. Maryland game, 23 and a half kicks off in one minute and 50, one hour and 59 minutes. Now, one hour and 58 minutes is the kickoff. It's at noon kick. So I'm giving those two plays. I have to give this play because at, you know, the edge, right, from Big Fat Winners, it's his game of the year before. I mean, it's it's insane. It's his biggest play all year so far. It's Coastal minus two. Now, I kind of have to give it more for just the show, I guess, itself. I personally, when lines do this, I get, you know, it opened at seven, crept down, crept down, crept down. Now it's all the way down to two. You play Army, again, Coastal plays in the triple option from the, they've been playing it for years, but they're out of the shotgun. So they practice against the triple option, just a different version than Army runs. It smells funny to me, but you obviously have the better quarterback with McCall at Coastal. Another game I'm going to give today, it's crept up a little bit, depending on where you get it. I really think Arkansas shows out today and takes care of Cincinnati. I think it's the biggest game in Arkansas in a very long time. Top 25 matchup. Playoff team from last year. Jefferson's definitely the better quarterback. Cincinnati, a lot of turnover on both sides of the ball. I think Jefferson has a big game, and I think Arkansas takes care of business. And how about this stat? Do you know what favorites are so far to start the year in college football? It's an it's is a ridiculous number. TCU, What's the, number with the latest. Yeah. I think it's something like twenty-seven and two or twenty-seven and just a crazy number. Is it yeah. really? It's just favorites, 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 favorites. I mean, look at last week, week zero. It was just basically favorites, 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 favorites across the board. I mean, and then so far, Thursday and Friday, favorites are taking care of business. I don't know the exact number.
1: Let's look at last night, um, just last night. All right. Obviously, Old Dominion, Dog. Right. Um, Let's see. We had, um, well, Michigan State, favorite, Covers. Cover, I don't know if there was a number on the Eastern Michigan, Eastern Kentucky game. Was there They only won by eight? Can't imagine that they weren't given more. I don't know
0: when I say. When I say that too, I'm talking about the big time games. I'm not talking about all All of the, but
1: well, Duke, Duke covered Kansas covered Indiana covered TCU covered.
0: Correct. It's just been like, my point is I'm not sure the exact number, but in the, it's just been a favorite year so far and they're taking care of business. So, those are my plays today. An absolute – I love Maryland beyond belief in both first and first half in game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Coastal's a huge play for the edge and just in general for, the, for that it's show. It's edgy
1: smedgy. Yes, he's
0: going all in. When he loses, this is what where you get killed and you get no credibility if that game loses. If he loses that game, he's nothing. He's, he's a loser as a handicapper. When he wins it, he's the greatest ever. Uh, and then I'm I love double. our –
1: I'm going to double bang the Terps with you um, I love on the it. halftime number. All right, so I'm going to double bang that with you. Uh, I like UCLA today, 23 and a half. Um, I like it a lot too. Like you can it. get that under 23. I really love it, So maybe and maybe even tease it down. I like UCLA to bury Bowling Green. Zach Charbonneau is one of the best backs in the country that no one really talks about. Uh, I'm going to go over the 62 in Bama, uh, Utah State. I think Bama is going to have somewhere in the high 30s to in the low forties by halftime. They'll pump the brakes a little bit in the second half, but I still think they'll get over it. And Utah state will probably score a couple of meaningless late scores.
0: 14, 17. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to go over the 62 there. I'm going to go under the 54 and a half Georgia, Oregon. We just talked about the reasons. I just don't think Oregon's going to get to three touchdowns. I think Georgia's defense will be so pumped for this game. And, um, I just don't, I mean, the team total for Oregon for points is 19 and a half. I don't know if they get there. So, you know, and Georgia's going to want to run the ball too. So I'm going to go under the 54 and a half. Here's your teaser for the day. Oh yeah. Teaser King is back. Oh, it's the teaser king.
0: I think it's you the need to do it every king. week. I think you need to do it every Sunday. I think the teaser King is back until you become the teaser queen. And then we go right. from there. That's how we right. did it. Years ago.
1: When the teaser King loses his who <gasps> and he yeah, becomes the teaser queen. At, yeah. Right. Then I'll stop. But uh, I got one today. I like Arkansas just to win. You like them minus six and a half for the same reason. Cincinnati just lost a ton. Arkansas's got um, just better players. This is a huge game for them. Both ranked Arkansas even in the T's. And I'm going to drop OSU down to, to 10. So uh, Ohio State minus the 10. Arkansas even. That's your T's for the day. I've got four baseball plays, too, for you. Um, I'm going to go Jeez. over the four and a half. I'm going to go over the four-and-a-half team total with the Mets. Max is pitching today against Corbin. What does Corbin usually do? Gets old.
0: First five innings, he gets hammered.
1: Hammered. All right, so I, cards run line today, plus 105 against the Cubs. They scored eight last night. That was one of my plays, but, of course, you didn't hear it because the the show posted at 2 a.m. Uh, I'm going to go Atlanta run, run line, plus 115, and I'm going to go Dodgers to bounce back. I'm gonna go over the team total four and a half today against the uh, pods. So I've got—I don't even know how many games that is. I just gave you like ten plays.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Guess what's coming in? There's a news order. It's a fatty alert. Fatty alert. Fatty alert. I'm hammering again. I'm—I'm I'm going with it for a hammer on Arkansas. I'm upgrading the play. Let's hammer the Razorbacks today. Hammer them. Come on. All right.
1: Hammer. Let's have a good day. Let's bang the bookies. Good. We'll be back tomorrow recapping all of the our plays and the Saturday games. Enjoy it. Skippy, I'll talk to you later. DB, see you later. Sunday morning show tomorrow. Have a great day.
0: Bing. And Bish, If there's any issues today, tweet me, because I know you got tied up. I'll tweet out all these plays if there's any issues. Otherwise, let's drop this bitch and pick some fatties. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL, Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out baddies.